All right, all right, all right. I am live. I am so excited to be live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sacred Pathway Sunday with me, Allison Rozelle. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am the spiritual empowerment coach for women who are 40 and over. I assist them, thus you, in stepping into your power, embodying that divine calling that you have as a light worker, change maker, divine healer, energy healer. And I do all this by teaching Reiki certification courses, offering Reikipreneur business, and I also um, help you release all of that chaos that's going on in your mind and your body and your vision. So it's been a while since I've been on here and um, I wanted to just jump on because I did have a message that I wanted to share. Um, now, we've been on a bit of a hiatus and that's going to continue after today through the end of May. And then come June, we're going to hit the ground running and we are going to start having weekly um, sessions here <laughs> on YouTube. And I'm also going to be releasing uh, podcast episodes as well. So you're going to get more of me than you ever get before. <laughs> so I hope you are ready for that. Now, let me get my stuff together here. So I pulled a card because I wanted to set the tone for today. Today's topic is all about divine assignment and divine alignment. So I wanted to pull a card. Well, actually, these cards called out for me to use. These are the African Goddess Rising Deck by Abiola Abrams. I love this deck so much. It is so beautiful and divine. So <clears throat> I'm going to share with you the cards that I pulled. Now, let me just say, there was one of the cards that jumped, and then the other one is the one that I pulled. So I'm going to start with the one that I pulled, and then I'm going to show you the one that jumped. And as we go through this message, you are going to see how come I am so excited that these cards showed up today for this message. So come on in the room, say hello. I promise I won't bite. And let's get this party started. So the first card, which is the card that I pulled, is um, Abonimba and it's Harvest. Now, I love this card, um, all of these cards, I love them so much. I love this one because I love all the beautiful drums around her. And it's, it's. I just love that. I love the drums. I, I'm a big fan of African drums. Um, whenever I hear any of that music, it just takes me to another place <laughs> when I listen to it. And I just really feel it in my body. Uh, when I hear African drums. But if you look on the sides of her, 
you see those beautiful baskets and they are overflowing with the harvest. So for this, I'm going to call this results. The harvest that we reap as a result of the divine work that we do. So this comes up perfectly in this lesson. And again, as I go along, you'll see why. You'll see why. Hello, Goddess Nadia. And then the card that jumped out is Goddess Ngame. And for this card, it's about desire. Now, whenever I see this card, I think about um, that old school song by Rick James and Tina Marie, Fire and Desire. <laughs> and I think because the, the way the sky is all lit up red and it's got the gold and stuff going on. And plus, um, with that orange numbering right there, <clears throat> that's all about the sacral chakra. So, yeah, fire and desire. So today, as we talk about our divine assignment and in divine alignment, the question remains, does your desire or rather, does your harvest align with your desires? Does the results of what you are seeking, do they align with your desires, with your goals, with your wishes? So let's talk about it. And when we, as we go along, I'm going to read the, the, um, information for those cards. So don't be like, well, you didn't really read them. I'm like, mm, don't worry. Hold your mute. I got you. Okay. Make sure my phone is off. <laughs> I don't want no interruptions. Okay. So this came from me thinking about the aligned Reikipreneur because I am a teacher at my school, the Sacred Pathway Academy, I have open enrollment right now for two classes. You can sign up for either or or both. And that is Embody the Reiki Master Within, where I take you through all three levels of Reiki certification. At the end of the 14 weeks of that course, you will be certified as a Reiki Master. And then I have my Reikipreneur Business School program. This is the one that I... I had been wanting to birth and I finally had gotten the green light to do so. And we just finished one installment of it. Um, the first, the Genesis with those students. And now I'm ready for more students for the next wave. So in this next wave, I've got it open for Reikipreneur. Now, what is Reikipreneur? Well, Reikipreneur is an entrepreneur who specializes in Reiki, who is a Reiki practitioner, whether they're a Reiki practitioner or they're a Reiki master, they use Reiki in their business, either on their clients, on themselves, or both. But Reiki is a big part of their lifestyle. So you are an entrepreneur that has Reiki as your lifestyle. So that is what a Reikipreneur is. So when I think about embodying that, when I think about being in alignment with that, 
it takes me to this really awesome um, masterclass that I attended online. And unfortunately, the goddess who was teaching it, her name is escaping me right now. But she's just an adorable, cute little blonde haired <laughs> young lady. Um, and I took this through the platform that I use for the Sacred Pathway Academy, which is Teachable. So the one thing that I do like about the Teachable platform is the fact that they do offer so much like additional training, master teaching you how to get the most out of the platform and, and out of your business. So she was teaching um, her master class and she was talking about <clears throat> three things. Identity habits and results identity habits and results she is a coach and she was talking to one of her clients and she was talking to her to get her to explain what it is that she was wanting to do and so the woman that she was coaching said that she wanted to be an influencer on social media so they did all these different steps to help her build her social media page and help her with her platform and all these different things that you would need i guess um, aesthetically to be an influencer on social media well they had a follow-up discussion. And her client hadn't really made a whole lot of traction. She still didn't really have a lot of followers. She wasn't um, producing that which a an influencer, I don't want to say should, but we'll say for all intents and purposes, should produce. So that made her dig a little deeper, deeper with her client and ask her, a few questions so this is where this is coming from for me because i felt like okay so i'm gonna put this in alignment with my people because you know we're spiritual and so we we gotta add our own secret sauce to the so the question that she asked her client was who are you who are you striving to be? And when you show up in someone's news feed, who do you want them to see? So when I started thinking about being a Reikipreneur, entrepreneur, spiritpreneur, mompreneur, solopreneur, anypreneur that you profess to be, that is a good question for you. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you striving to be? When you show up, when people see your, your posts, great, hello, goddess bliss. When people see your posting, who are you wanting them to see? What is the identity that you are claiming or proclaiming for yourself? So that made me sit and think about myself. I'm like, okay, so, so my identity is a Reikipreneur. And then down a little further, I'm like, okay, so Reikipreneur for me encompasses me being a healer, 
a teacher, a coach, a priestess, an expert in my field and in my lane. So when I'm thinking about that, I had to ask when people go to my web, my pages on social media, when they go to come here and listen and watch my videos, listen to and watch my videos, do they see a Reikipreneur or what I am stating from my own personal identity? Is that what they see? If this is what I'm saying that I, I, that I am or who I'm saying I am, then how am I showing up in this world? Stay with me. So when you're thinking about your identity as a Reikipreneur, entrepreneur, solopreneur, podcastpreneur, whatever-preneur that you are, who are you striving to be? When you think about your expertise, if you, let's say your expertise is wound care, then don't you want your identity to be, I am the womb minister, the womb expert. If a woman comes to my newsfeed, she's going to see me as the expert in my field as it relates to womb care. Who are you when you're in business, your branding? Who are you? This is the identifier. So when I talk about branding in the Reikipreneur Business School, first and foremost, you are the brand. You are the brand. So if you are the brand, do you know who you are? All of that to say that. Do you know who you are? Do you at least have an idea? So really think about that as you're with your identity of who you are claiming to be. Who are you? Let that be the start when you start going into growing your Reikipreneur business. Who am I? Who do I want to be to my clients, my customers? Who do I want to be? Who am I striving to be? And it's okay if y'all interact and, and type something in the comments. As a matter of fact, I want you to. Who are you? When you, when you step out as the Reikipreneur or solopreneur, entrepreneur, writerpreneur, whatever you are, who are you? What is your identity? So then the next piece of that she threw with her client were habits. She was like, okay, so if you're saying that you are an influencer, if that is the title and the identity that you are taking on right now, then tell me what are the habits of an influencer? Now, no, this is not going to be a concrete thing of where I'm going to give you for, for sure of, of what, what is supposed to be. You need to do a little digging. This is the time for you to go within and think about if, if I'm thinking about this question and when I was thinking about it, I thought about levels of success. 
And I thought about people that I deem successful. So, of course, when I think about that, I'll go into my head and, and out pops out somebody like Serena Williams. So in order for her to be a successful tennis player, she got to have some habits to keep her at the top of her game. Does she not? Maybe she has a particular regimen that she follows as far as like the foods that she eats. Does she drink alcohol or not? Does she limit her alcohol to only when, you know, um, she's not playing tennis, when it's out of season for her? Or does she just not drink at all? When I think about successful people and what I feel that a successful person would be doing, what comes up for me? So thinking about your habits and your identity, here's the piece that she kind of brought it all together. Do they align with one another? So before we jump into that, let me just talk about some of the habits that I have as a Reikipreneur and some of the habits that I strive to have as a Reikipreneur because I ain't perfect. And I don't put myself up on no pedestal, even though when you get into this line of work, a lot of people do. They put you on a pedestal and they they expect you to be to have it all together, to be perfect, to, you know, be this beacon of of, you know, totally got it together and no flaws, no nothing. Now, not everybody does you that way, but a lot of people will do you that way. I won't say a lot. It's a few people that'll do you that way. So when I think about habits as a Reikipreneur, and when I break down Reikipreneur again, I'm talking about the healer, the teacher, the coach, the priestess, the successful that I am striving to be. What are my habits? My daily, weekly, monthly habits. Well, for me, having Routines and rituals that I go through every single day helps me in striving to be a more successful Reikipreneur. So some of my daily routines and habits would be uh, me reading my daily devotional in the morning. My daily devotional right now is Acts of Faith by Ianla Van Zandt. That is a daily habit for me. And what's great about that is she has them dated. So like today is May 15th. So I read today's message. And that is a daily practice for me. It keeps me motivated. It keeps me inspired. It gives me a word for the day, a message for today that gets deposited into my spirit, spirit, so then when I go forth in my day, I can recall what did I just read? What was the divine message that I just received? Another one of my routines and rituals is when I get up in the morning, I drink a full glass of water. Why? Well, I read somewhere <laughs> that drinking a glass of water when you first wake up in the morning is the perfect way to cleanse your palate before you begin your day. And I have found 
that before I drink a cup of coffee, if I have a full glass of water, that coffee has a different effect on me than if I'm drinking coffee on a totally empty stomach. So that water, it for me, is ritual because it represents cleansing, refreshing. This is a new day and I want to cleanse yesterday and the energy of yesterday off of me and out of me so that I can take on today. So I'm not carrying the baggage of the day before into the new day. Now, does that mean water washes all that away? Not really, but for me, it's symbolic of that. So that is part of a daily ritual or routine for me. The other daily rituals and routines. Well, right now I am a caregiver, so I have to go in there and take care of my family member that I'm taking care of. And then once they're they're taken care of and I got them straight, I come back to my room. Well, first I go in the kitchen, fix my cup of coffee. I sit down and I sit in silence. I don't turn on television. I don't turn on my phone. I enjoy just those brief moments of just pure quiet or as much quiet as I can possibly have because I'm getting my mind ready for my day and I'm preparing myself. So thinking about those routines and rituals that you can add to your every day that add to your identity so that your identity is in divine alignment with your habits. The next thing is when I think about a successful person who is successful in their craft, in their lane, uh, don't they practice? Yeah. Like when you think about athletes and the successful athletes that we know, love, admire, what have you, none of them are where they are just because it was by chance and they just happened to just, you know, shoot the ball good or run down the field well or anything like that. No, they practice. They get together, whether it's a team effort or going back to my Serena Williams thing, uh, she got to practice and she does. She has practice in her craft. It is amazing to me of the people who come to me to get their certification in Reiki but they don't let Reiki be part of their regular life, meaning they don't practice, but then they're wondering why they don't have the confidence to give someone else Reiki. Well, if you're not practicing it, how are you going to build that muscle of confidence? Another thing that she said in this video that I love and I'm gonna keep using it because I like it. She said, confidence is earned. It's not just it don't just happen. You earn confidence, not by someone from someone else, but from you. Your confidence comes from your daily routines and rituals, your habits shining through so that you can continue to do the work that you do. So practice is a good confidence builder. If you are good at what you do, you continue to work that muscle. Bodybuilders, they don't just like build up all that muscle and then stop lifting weights. No, they maintain it. They still practicing. It's their muscles. They got to get worked. 
So they still gonna be lifting them weights. Whether they use weights to maintain or weights to bulk them up even more. But the point is, you can't be this aligned Reikipreneur and not practice your craft. And not practice your craft, not live your craft. Eat, sleep, drink it, <laughs> live it, be it. That's why when I teach Reiki, I teach Reiki as a lifestyle. Not just as something that you do in passing fancy. If you want to pass fancy, go take certification from somebody else. Sacred Pathway Academy is not for passing fancy. This is for you to step into your power, to step into that divine assignment, to align your divine assignment with the divine plan, thus you being a successful Reikipreneur. So practice is a big thing. Another piece of it, showing up. Yeah, show up for yourself. Show up for your clients. But first, show up for you. And what does showing up for you mean? Well, you want to throw some self-care up in there. Yeah. Some self-care, some self-love, some things that show you love. Part of your self-care can be rest. It's not always something expensive. It's not always something that you got to spend money on. It's not always something like that. And having that moments of self-care, loving on yourself, being gentle with yourself, giving yourself daily grace. That's what it's about is that grace that you're giving yourself, that I care enough about me to show up for myself and giving self-care to myself. The other part of showing up is not letting other people talk you out of your blessing. People who are the, as that meme says, the still people, yeah, still broke, still complaining, still stuck, <laughs> they ain't doing much of nothing. They want to slow you down. You ain't got to work that much. You ain't got to do all that. It don't take all that. Well, uh, for me, it is. It does. It does. I'm a Leo and I'm extra. So, yes, it does. It does. It takes all that for me. I don't know about you, but it does. So, me showing up for myself to do the work do the work for myself it within myself because I still got work to do within myself, my own shadow work and everything else. I still got to show up for myself and do that. But showing up for myself as a Reikipreneur saying that this is what I've been chosen to do and I accepted it. So I, I owe it to show up. I do. I owe it to myself and I owe it to my clients. Show up. The next piece of uh, habits is building boundaries, boundaries within myself, boundaries towards other people. It's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do, but it's a habit. It's a muscle that I'm currently building for myself. Setting boundaries within myself 
to, for myself, meaning that I'm not going to spend all bloody day, as the Brits would say, scouring, scrolling through my phone, looking for drama. Because, you know, what's always interesting for me, now, hear me when I say this. Hear me when I say this. When I go on an app like Clubhouse, it's interesting to me that all of the drama-filled, gossipy rooms have all of these people in there, hundreds of people at one time. And then you go over to a room where someone is talking about energy healing or clearing your chakras or ways to break curses and, and generational traumas and uplifting and doing things for you. Those rooms, you might have quite a few people in there, but nah, not as much. We feed off the drama. So setting a boundary within yourself, if you are here for the gossip and you like a good some good gossip. Now, like I said, I ain't trying to throw no shade at nobody on that one because I got to admit, sometimes I go in them juicy rooms too. <laughs> but once I get in there after a while, I start feeling uncomfortable. And I'm like, ooh, I need to hear something uplifting. I need to hear something righteous. I need to hear somebody saying something positive with like positive things of, well, this is a problem, but this is what we're going to do so we can push past it. I need to hear that. I tell people, be careful about the music that you listen to because, you know, we got trap music. And I ain't saying that trap music, you don't need to listen to it. But understand, everything is a vibration. And sometimes if you listen to, if that's all you're listening to, trap music can be a trap and it'll trap you in a mentality and a vibration that is a lot lower than what you need. If you are a Reikipreneur, then you are striving should be to vibrate higher. So a boundary within yourself could be put some limits on how much of the negative stuff that I'm watching and listening to. I put that boundary on myself a couple of years ago, and I have not looked back since. I am very cautious and aware of the, the stuff that I'm taking into my body as far as the vibrational things, as far as like music and, and gossip and stuff like that. I am very intentional in what I listen to and very intentional in what I watch. I don't take in a whole bunch of news. I don't. I watch just enough to get me up to up to speed to what's going on. And to be quite honest, it's the same shit different day. <laughs> it just is. So setting those boundaries. That is a good way. Another habit to start setting, setting boundaries with other people how far that they can go, not giving them so much access to you. Those people that are those energy vampires that always want to come around, that always want to suck up all your energy, give you all their grief, 
word vomit all over you and then walk away. And now you are left covered in vomit. Now, boundaries. Boundaries. Setting those healthy boundaries. It's a good habit as a Reikipreneur. So now that we've talked about identity, we've talked about habits. So now let's talk about that last piece. The harvest, the results. As a result of you clearly identifying who you are and knowing who you are, as a result of you doing that and practicing those healthy habits and, and routines that are in alignment with who you say you are or who you are striving to be, you get the results. And your results are a direct reflection of both of those things, your identity and your habits, especially your habits. So if you're not getting what you what you want or or what you are desiring to have, you might want to check your habits. What are we doing on a regular basis? When you get up in the morning, do you speak life to yourself? Do you give thanks? Practice gratitude? If you're a Reiki practitioner, do you lay in the bed and recite the five uh, principles to get your day started. What do you do? How do you start your day? How do you end your day? Do you celebrate the things that you were able to get accomplished? Maybe you didn't accomplish everything you set out to do, but you got two out of three or one out of three. Have you celebrated that? So it starts with your mindset. It's about your mindset. And if you don't have the right mindset, then having the ability to form and create those healthy habits and being able to truly stand strong and firm in your identity and who you are striving to be, your results are going to continue to be nil. You're not going to get where you want to go if you are not striving towards creating the alignment of your assignment <laughs> and the habits you have within the assignment. Let me go and look at some of these um, comments y'all got. So Goddess Bliss says, interesting, I need to start doing that for my coffee and see what results will best. Yeah, try it. Drink a glass of water before you drink a, a cup of coffee and see how different you feel. See how different you feel. Goddess Nadia says, I definitely noticed the difference when I established boundaries for the music I consume and I've limited or eliminated some things. Yeah, same. And Goddess Bliss says, a lot of music I listen to does not line up with me anymore. So my music choices have changed with my thoughts and beliefs that have changed. Ashe, yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not to say that you have to go and listen to everything positive all the time. You know, sometimes, you know, I I still will go and listen to, and I got to be careful with it, even though, you know, he passed and is now part of the ancestors, DMX. I love him. I love Dark Man. I love me some DMX. But I got to be careful when I listen to him because he takes me into another mind, <laughs> into another mindset. I got to be careful. I got to be careful if I'm going and listening to certain like rap songs or whatever, even though I love hip hop, I got to be careful. So I limit it to what I'm listening to. I also am not going to listen to too much, um, you know, lovey-dovey, sappy stuff either, because then it starts giving me that false uh, picture of what love is supposed to be. Got to be careful. Because then I'll start falling in love with falling in love with love. And then when a person comes along, I'm still in love with love and I can't fall in love with the person because I'm basing my love on things that other people have told me I'm supposed to have when I'm in love. That's a whole other discussion. I don't want to go too deep on that. But we got to be careful about what we take into our bodies. Be careful about the news that we watch. Watch the news, but don't don't like obsess over it. Find the healthy balance. You know, for every one trap song you listen to, listen to two positive and affirming songs. I don't know. <laughs> but find the balance. It's changing and shifting that energy because if you want the results, if you want the harvest, See, I told you this is why these cards are relevant. If you want the harvest to align with your desires, then you are going to have to change the stuff that's in between the two, which are your habits. The things you allow. The things that you procrastinate on doing and you're not doing them. Procrastination is a dream killer. Procrastination is a total dream killer. And I don't, I'm not going to say that I've totally figured out why we procrastinate because I am a recovering procrastinator and I have to like light a fire under my butt to make me just like do it, do it now. But a lot of times it's not the fear of failure that's driving it. It's the fear of success because we start thinking about what if this shit really worked? Then I'm going to have to, the universe is going to call for me to level up. Can, am I going to be able to keep up with the demand of that? But that's when we got to come back and lean into our faith. That's when we got to come back and lean into those promises, those promises of God, those promises those those things that we've been praying for, those things that we've been shown in those visions that we've had when we think about our lives and think about that which what we want, we got to start leaning into that and say, wait a minute. If I'm saying that this is what I want, 
what is it about this that's scaring me so much? I've had to do that too. What is it about this that's scaring me so much? When I first started teaching Reiki and people started signing up for the course, scared the hell out of me. Because then I'm like, oh, this is really happening. Uh, am I sure I want to do this? Am I the right person? And you'll start doing that. And then it'll start making you procrastinate and put stuff off. If I had given into that energy, then my uh, the booklet that goes with the course would not have gotten created. None of the materials that came with that course would have gotten done because I would have put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off until I could not put it off anymore. And then the whole course would have been garbage because I would have been last minute everything. So between your identity, your identity, your habits and the results that you're saying that you want, is there alignment? You might want to check that. You might want to check that. So that's what I have. And I want to I am going to read about the cards because I did say that I was going to do that. So let's start with. Abonimba, which is the harvest. And it says, you are a magnet for miracles. Nope, that's the wrong one. Nope, nope, nope. But that's a good little affirmation too. So for this card, it's give thanks. You are being blessed. Or how about you are blessed? How about that? How about that? It is harvest time. Pray attention. Mm -mm -mm. A season of great harvest is a season of great epiphanies. You are prospering. Say, I am prospering. I am blessed and I am prospering. That makes me all tingly when I say that. I am blessed and I am prospering. Type that in the comments. Go ahead and declare it. I am blessed and I am prospering. And for Goddess Ngambe, she's challenging us to dream bigger. Puny desires constrict you. Your desires create your life. So allow them to flow boldly. Allow them to flow boldly. So your identity, your desires, because really that's what the identity thing boils down to, right? This is a, the desire. When I'm looking at my identity as a Reikipreneur and I break that down again to healer, teacher, coach, priestess, this is the desire that I have. This is what I want people to see me and recognize me as. That is my desire. But in order for me to really step into that, I got to dream bigger. I got to have that dream that scares the absolute bejesus out of me. And believe me, my dream does. I used to dream puny 
and be like, oh, if I could just get just uh, just a little bit. Uh, but you know what changed that? When I first sold my courses and I put them out there and they sold. <laughs> when I first started teaching uh, Embody the Reiki Master Within and people started signing up and being part of that. So that's when I was like, oh, I really can. So why am I dreaming so penny? No, that's not it. I want it all. I want that dream that I've had for most of my adult life of me living in overflow, living a life where I can financially be stable, where I don't have to swipe my card and cringe and hope, pray, call on God and do a rain dance and hope that everything goes through. I want to live a life where if I desire to just pick up and go, you know, travel to Hawaii or Belize or somewhere in Mexico, uh, you know, I could just do that. I don't have to ask permission. If I want to go have a have lunch and sit there for two freaking hours, I don't have somebody sitting there like mm, you on the clock. Uh, what you doing? The freedom is what I've always wanted. The freedom. The freedom to just be me and make money off of me being me. Make money off the things that I love to do. Me being in my lane, in my, I won't say in my lane, in my zone of genius, in your zone of genius. Do you have desires? And if you do, do your habits align to give you the harvest that you desire to have, the results? Let your desires flow boldly and understand that you are blessed and you are prospering. Goddess Bliss said, I did my first expo yesterday, yay, for my business and have a great gratitude for the experience. It wasn't about the sales, really. It was about the experience of facing my fear of people and rejection. There you go. There you go. So you just set yourself up for the next time around. Then that will be about the sales. Because now you had to get over that first hump of fear. And once you get over that, and you realize it's not as much as my mind was making me think that it is, once you get past that, oh, honey, bring it on. You got it. And I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you for pushing past your fear and going the distance on that. So I'm very proud of you for that. So, that is the message that I have. I hope it fell on good ground and I hope it was received well. I'm looking forward to next month where we go and do these on a regular basis. 
I'm thinking that I will probably do um, three weeks, um, three Sundays a month. That way, the the fourth Sunday I can take off because one thing that I'm learning is I want to make sure that I'm giving myself time to rest. This goes back to me talking about the routines and rituals. This goes back to me talking about uh, honoring myself and showing up for myself for my personal self-care and well-being. So that's that's going to be a part of uh, what we do. But I'm looking forward to doing it because I miss this so much. I miss y'all. I miss doing this. So thank you for joining. Um, feel free to leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Also, if you are ready to embody the Reiki master within, or if you're already certified in Reiki and you are ready to turn your business around, then I need you to go to the link in the description and choose which one that you want to be part of. If you want to do both, then let me know and I will give you the link where you can do both. Yeah, you can do both. You absolutely can. But I am ready for you, and I know you are ready for this journey, this part of the journey. So let's do this, okay? And Goddess Bliss says, yes, it gave me confidence. I can do this. I got this. Yes, I'm great at what I do. Yes. Yes, Goddess. Yes. And she says, thank you for the message for today. And yes, it's all about my act. It is. I love it. All right, my loves, thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you all again soon, but bye for now. Yay.